we are all in the swine industry. We love the swine industry. And that's why we talk about it on Swine Web. Second generation long with Spencer Long from Genesis Genetics. Welcome, Spencer. Hi, Jim. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you for everything that you do in the swine industry and continue to do with Swine Webs. It's appreciated. No, thank you. Um, I thought it was worth connecting with you. You have a great story, um, a great mentor in Jim Long, your father, who's well known in the industry. Jim's been kind of a mentor to us. I find him very loyal, uh, articulate, and just I, I've noticed what you're doing with Genesis and maybe maybe start off at the father-son dynamic and the business relationship with Genesis in the office. Sure. Yeah, I guess, you know, as I think everybody knows, I am one of Jim's uh, sons uh, involved in the industry as well. Um, and so it's, it's an interesting dynamic just being, you know, obviously Jim being my father and also being the president and CEO of our company and the main overseer of myself and many other people. So it's, it's, you know, an interesting dynamic in the sense that obviously they're, you know, first and foremost, I guess it is a father son relationship and it always has been, but it's also business. And when you get involved family with business, I guess there's, you know, different components of it. business never really gets completely shut off. Like when you go home, there's still going to be discussions. There's still going to be things ongoing. I think that that's just going to be the case for anyone involved uh, in, 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 a, in large business activities as well. Um, specifically, especially if you're an entrepreneur, like, like he is. Uh, so it's, 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 it's a good dynamic. Um, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy being part of it. It's very exciting. I think it, there's different, maybe there's a different aspect of the way he treats me too, in the sense that I guess being a, being a father and being the boss of your own children, I guess you probably expect more, but I also think he expects great things from everyone and pushes everyone in a, in a fair and equitable way. But it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, he's a great mentor and a great boss and a great father. So I'm appreciative every day of getting opportunities that I've been given. Is there something that stands out the most as uh, the best, most learning curve or? Um, I think, I, I mean, without a doubt, being given the opportunities that I've had to just travel extensively throughout the world over the last, uh, you know, going on 12 plus years now, um, being to getting the opportunity to travel to over 30 countries and sit in hundreds and hundreds of meetings and see, you know, with different Genesis employees as well and seeing how different people are in different meetings in different environments at different cultures. Diff it's, it's, you know, it's not all linear, right? It's, it's, so it's, it's fascinating. And I, you know, that was the greatest component of education I could ever have is just that exposure and that opportunity to, be a part of it and sit in and listen. So I'm, yeah, I would say that would be a definitely a big component. So we'll get to some of the travels uh, shortly, but what, what's your general background? What's the Spencer Long story? I know you went to Queens University and I think your graduation was the first time Jim missed the World Pork Expo. And yeah. what made you join Genesis? I know there's a lot of questions right there. Sure, yeah. So my, my background is I was born and raised here in Ontario where I still reside. You know, growing up, I was like any other Canadian kid playing hockey, playing soccer, playing, uh, you know, football. Um, and so grew up here in Ontario, uh, then went to uh, Queen's University, which is in Kingston, Ontario, 
I actually spent uh, my first year abroad. Queens has a, a program, a, an opportunity where they have uh, a program in southern Southeast England where they have uh, where I did my first year of studies there, and then I came back and did my remainder of three years at Queens University, um, where I, I got a uh, history, and then I completed a business degree as well. Um, and so, yeah, you mentioned about the uh, the missing the World Pork Expo. That was so that was would have been three years ago now, and uh, that was when ASF was running rampant in China, beginning to. And actually, that was the year World Pork Expo was canceled. And so my uh, my commencement was in June, right at the same time World Pork Expo was going to be on. And at the time, uh, I, I knew it was upcoming, and I told my mom that I was going to World Park Expo. I wasn't going to my commencement because <clears throat> that's where I wanted to be. And uh, she was very disappointed in that, but then they ended up canceling World Park Expo. So Jim was able to come, I was able to go. So, and my mom was, I think a lot happier that I was there. So it, it all worked out. <laughs> so what made you join Genesis? What's your role? Sure, yeah. Uh, I've been with the company off and on through a number of summers uh, previously when I was in between school. <laughs> Um, working in administration, and that is what I continue to do. With uh, with, at some point, I hope to be going more into a sales lead role um, internationally or wherever the markets present themselves, and I have the opportunity to go and uh, be in. Um, I guess why am I here? I I want to be here for one. Um, I think being exposed to the business for as long as I have, since I can ever remember, you know, Jim has been with Genesis since I was a very young age and just seeing the, the excitement, the opportunities, the growth, it's one of those things that if I have the opportunity to be here and I can, uh, you know, help hopefully help the company in certain facets as anyone would want to do if they're with any organization, then it's, it's a great opportunity for myself. And, it's really, really exciting to see what the growth and what the company has become over the last number of years, going from being a small regional swine genetic outfit to globally one of the most significant swine genetic companies there is in most markets. I think the great part of it is you get to travel a lot. So that that's a great experience firsthand. And then you get to travel with your dad and the CEO of the company. So mm -hmm. it's like, you're probably a sponge learning and watching and, and having car rides and, and listening to stories. And so what surprised you the most with the travel? I guess over the last year traveling, um, we, we spent an extensive amount of time in, in the U S specifically, and we were also in Europe. I think what surprised the most from talking to producers over the last year would have to just be the death loss being seen with it, different genetics where you're seeing just massive sow death loss. Um, and it's, you know, having people in meetings, just asking you questions that you go, you know, they must be reading the commentary for one because they're going, well, why do you know this? What, you know, we're being told something different by another genetic company. Why is this? They're saying we're the only one, but it seems like it's not the, not the case. Um, and so I, I think just with the, the, 
the overall death loss is just, it's it's grown so much more in the last few years that it's it's staggering and it's frightening to to be quite honest with you. So you attend a lot of events. The Kalambach feed event was a few weeks ago in Ohio. We talked about it a little bit and I was impressed with, uh, you know, your candor and your knowledge and how you perceive that event as a kind of world-class event. What made it special in your eyes? Yeah, I think the, the Kalambach feeds event was one of the most spectacular shows events uh, I've ever been to in my life. I think just the the delivery of it the, from every, everything about it was just top tier it was at a, a nice hotel in downtown columbus uh beautiful event spaces great setup with phenomenal speakers uh great good technology um being displayed on the screens the combat people that were there uh all seemed very very positive and happy and they wanted to be there and i think that emulated the rest of the conference because I think everybody that was at that event was making a conscientious choice to be there you know where there might be some other events people go to that are just shows or other events where it's forced like oh you're coming you're coming to this you don't really have a, a have a choice and I think because of that that can create negativity and potentially hostility but with the comeback event it was just through and through fantastic and one of the best just all around because everybody was happy to be there and wanted to be there and I'm very very grateful that I got the opportunity to go there and learn. So it was more of a networking and educational event than trade show? I would say so yeah yeah absolutely. No it's good to hear because I think there's a lot of conferences out there and I think the name of the game is get on the road network and learn and then sounds like that was a good event for you. What have you learned the most on the road? I think over the last year, the, the biggest thing would have to just be the hurt that people have had through COVID and the inevitable price collapse that has just been continues. You just seeing it, people exiting the business altogether, people that the people that didn't survive, and it's it, it's incredibly devastating and very demoralizing and just sad. But it's just the reality of I guess what has been the last you know couple of years and it's it's getting better now obviously and it has been getting better as the price increases but feed prices still continue to be high so it's it's people if you're in this industry you have to be optimistic um but it it certainly is challenging day in day out as it always has been but especially in the last couple of years it's just been incredibly demoralizing for so many people and, and and unfortunately rightfully so was traveling with covid a challenge too um, in the U S not really because <laughs> masking, you know, being up here in Canada, in Ontario specifically, we just got, we just lifted the mask mandate last, last week, but you traveling through certain parts of the U S through most of the U S over the last year, it, when you see a mask, it's almost weird depending on where you are. So I would say that the only challenge has been just borders, um, you know, needing to get COVID tests or making sure you have the right documentation and, so that that in itself has been challenging and it, and it is still as a hurdle, but it you know, hopefully through time it will, you know, going forward here, it's going to start to improve, but it's, you know, certainly an obstacle that is put in your, put in your way. Do you have a top three moments on the road? Yeah, I would say uh, the top three over the last year, um, one of them would be uh, shooting an AR-15 uh, Tannerite 
when we were in the US. Um, that was that was exciting and really really loud. <laughs> I think my ears are my ears are still ringing from that. Um, I guess another one would probably be we were down in uh, the Oklahoma and it was this would have been last summer and uh, it was it was in the evening and there was it was quite windy out but the wind was like a furnace and being from Canada I've never really experienced anything like that like we get warm up here but not like that where the 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 wind itself is actually making it hotter so that was that was pretty unique and interesting and then another one would be uh, I was in Dubai um, in November and getting to go to the World Expo. Um, not the World Pork Expo, the World Expo, but it was uh, just spectacular to see. It was right. I never really had preconceived notions of what it would be, but to actually see it and all the pavilions and all the work that goes into that, all the money, all the different countries that are there rep representing, it was pretty spectacular. And I'm really grateful that I got the opportunity to go and see it. So you grew up in the swine genetics industry. So outside of that, what made you interested in the genetics industry and how do you see it evolving over the next several years? I think the evolution will inevitably and inevitably be just the technology continuing improving, you know, through genomics, through other genetic, uh, you know, evolutions that will continue to just separate companies. Um, cause there's just been so much consolidation, you know, I'm, I'm still very young, but I hear about, you know, not that long ago, there being 10, 20 com genetic com major swine genetic companies that were in this business. And now globally there's, you know, you, you, you don't need two hands to count them, right. It's, it's one of those things that it's just the consolidation. I think it just will continue to occur and continue to evolve, um, and just because the technology, you, you have to keep keeping up. It's, you know, if you don't, you're dead. So it's, it's about who wants to stay in it, who has the resources to stay in it. And that will, I think, going forward, be a great divider between the companies. I think it's great with Genesis because it's 100% dedicated to the pig industry too. There's no other genetic line. So I think that, that helps as well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Jim Long, your dad speaks the truth. He's open about his opinion. What's your leadership and communication style? I would say similar. Um, you know, I've been told by people that I am very similar to Jim. I guess I don't know if that's a, if that's a positive thing or a negative thing, but I guess it's just a reality. Um, not very ambiguous. Can you know call a spade a spade? Um, and from a leadership standpoint, I think you know. Jim obviously has his name out there and it's very, very recognized, but it, it isn't all just him. He's very democratic in his leadership position, always is asking people's opinions and what they think should be best and what needs to be done. And because of that, I think there's a great camaraderie throughout our organization where people, they, you know, there's these preconceived ideas that Jim is crazy and maybe he is, I'm not going to disagree with that, but once you actually get to know him personally it's a very different relationship obviously and these these uh these ideas out there aren't always necessarily the truth but it's uh it's i would say our leadership my, my leadership and communication communication styles are very similar in that regard i think one of the stands out is jim always answers the phone too so he's always available and that's kind of an old school way of uh 
you know, doing business and, and he, he doesn't avoid things. He takes, he tackles them head on. Sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. So you guys have the world mega producer. Will that return in 2022? That is, yeah, that is uh, being worked on right now. So it will be going to uh, print very shortly. Um, I believe there's 42 uh, companies that have made the list this year. There's quite a, there's a few new, new entries on the list, um, but it's back and better than ever. And we're excited to be doing it again and show how the industry has changed between uh, 2020 to 2021 and now into 2022. We look forward to seeing it. I know it's a popular read on SwineWeb. And will it be unveiled at the World Pork Expo again? Is that the plan? Um, yeah, it would likely we will be displaying it there. It's, uh, there was a potentially talk of a different, some different conferences happening before the World, War Ex- World Pork Expo. So it may have been getting displayed there. But as of right now, it likely will be the World Pork Expo, yes. So a hot topic is better tasting pork. Like, it sounds pretty simple to me, right? If we have a better product, we sell more product, the industry is better. What, what's your opinion on better tasting pork? I think that that's, you know, it's, it's ingrained in our DNA as an organization. Uh, something that the company has been working on for 24 years now. Um, and it's, I, you know, it's ingrained in our DNA. And I think it's incredibly important. I think, you know, we it's like beating a dead horse, but pork consumption is flatlined for 20 plus years while other meat consumptions have increased. And that isn't because the taste of pork was too good. You know, people didn't stop buying it because they went, oh, that we don't want this stuff anymore. It tastes too good. I think that we firmly believe that as an industry, if we are going to continue to grow and be competitive, we need to create a product that people want to come back and buy more of, not consume and then go, well, I never want to buy that again. I never want to eat that again. And we, as an organization, firmly believe that we've been working on it for almost 25 years now. And because of that, I think that gives us a a unique advantage because other genetic companies have been work started to work on in the last few years, but it isn't one of those things you can just catch up that quickly. And that, that, you know, that gives us uh, a, a divide between the other genetic companies where we can be the ones that dominate and own that meat, that meat quality space. But at the same time, we, you know, can't get complacent and sit back and go, okay, well, we've done all the work now we can just relax. No, this is, this is, you know, it's a technology game. It's, it's continual improvement or you will not exist anymore. So because of that, I, you know, we, it's exciting because I think we're seeing it now with certain companies that they're looking more at meat quality as an important uh, piece of their puzzle. And we're, you know, we're going to ride this ship forever, whether, you know, maybe we're crazy in what we believe, but we really don't. And we think that it gives us a great opportunity and to give not just an opportunity to consumers, but to uh, producers and to sell more product. And so it's, uh, we're very excited by it and firmly believe that better tasting pork is incredibly important. Is it true you had a Genesis ham at Christmas, not turkey? That is true. Yeah, we had a, a very, very large Genesis ham um, at Christmas and it was significantly better than a turkey. That's for sure. 
So it was, uh, yeah, it, it was liked by everyone in my family and anybody else who got pieces of it. So it was, it, you know, it was, it was excellent. And yeah. So you touched on Genesis is now like a global, one of the global leaders in genetics. So what have you learned the most? Cause it's a, it's a big company, a lot, a lot of, a lot of spots to learn. And what are you striving to learn as in where do you want to go with it? What, where areas are you wanting to focus on in Genesis? Sure. Yeah. I guess what I've learned the most over the last decade plus of being really exposed to it is just the growth that we've seen in, in markets around the world where, you know, 10 plus years ago, we might've gone to a country or region and went into the meeting and they didn't know who the heck we were. And rightfully so, because we weren't there, we didn't have any business there either. And now you go to those same areas and it's, we're viewed as certainly one of the top, top dogs, top players in that. What do I strive to, I guess, learn here at Genesis is just, well, to continue to never stop learning because it's, you know, that's, that's when you're dead. Um, and to hopefully help continue grow the company in any way that I can and be a part of it and work as hard as possible so that we can, continue to be com competitive and be a major player in the swine genetic industry going forward as I likely consolidation will continue to happen and there will be fewer and fewer major players left in the world markets and because of that that's gonna that's a positive and a negative it also means you know when there's fewer that there's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be easier but at the same time it's gonna be more of a separator where you're gonna have to devote more resources towards the industry to survive just because it's going to get continually to get more and more competitive. So it's, uh, it's, you know, it's a never, it, no days are you not learning something new or striving to just be better overall and continue to improve as an organization. So it's, it's, it's very exciting. Um, I really appreciate getting the opportunity to be a part of it. You guys have done a good job following on the repetition, repetition, repetition mandate. You have a global technical report, global market report, the Jim Long commentary. So you guys have done a really good job of communicating to the industry and building up your connections and just providing good information. Now, as we kind of wrap, what's your vision for the future of Genesis? What, uh, you know, as, you know, somebody looking into the future, what, what do you see for Genesis? I think we need to just continue on the path that we're on. Um, obviously plans can change, things can deviate, but we need to continue growing in different markets, um, continue fighting every day, continue making a pig that is easier for the, uh, the producer to work with, not harder continuing our fight to make pork taste good. It sounds so basic, um, but it's true. Making pork taste, people want making a product that people want to consume. Looking to the future, seeing, you know, different global markets that will continue to grow, you know, Africa being that big piece of pie with, you know, half the country being, Muslim, or excuse me, half the continent being Muslim, half the con the other half of the continent being Christian. Obviously, that's means there's a lot of Christians there, a lot of people that 
do want to eat pork. And we, we have sent pigs to a number of countries uh, in Africa at this in, in Africa at this point, but you know, that's going to be one that's going to really going to grow. And, and obviously China is another big piece of the pie that we have a lot of business in and we'll continue to keep fighting for and working with and uh, looking to the future. It's, it's really exciting. It's obviously daunting um, at the same time, but uh, it's, you know, it's a, a great industry to be in with great people. And I'm really, really appreciative that I get the opportunity to be a part of it every single day. Really appreciate your time joining us on Swine Web, Swine TV, and that uh, people can just visit genesis.com for more information. Absolutely. Yeah, really appreciate it, Jim. Thanks so much uh, for the time today.